Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. All right, joining me today on the Hank Haney Podcast is my friend Rick Silverman. Rick and I teach together at my new teaching studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. If you are interested in coming and getting a golf lesson or a golf school or improving your game, which is what we will do, then you can find out all the information at HaneyUniversity.com, and we will be happy to help you. So, Rick, how are you doing today? Doing really good. We... uh we watched a little golf this weekend, and we watched the Century Tournament of Champions. Yes, good field. I mean, pretty mu- most of, most of the the best players were there. Let me think who 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 wasn't there. I don't think Rory was there. Okay, Rory wasn't. Dustin Johnson. Dustin wasn't Johnson. There. He yeah. always plays over there too. Yeah. He wasn't there. Rory wasn't there. Dustin Johnson wasn't there. I mean, Kepka. I mean, that's pretty much it. I didn't see a lot of the um, European tour players. Though. Yeah. Well, you got to win to qualify. I don't know how do guys qualify for that because there was a lot of guys. There was it's a bit. They had thirty-eight players in the field. Yeah, there, there was missing, but it wasn't missing many players. No, Dustin Johnson. Um, you know, Roy McIlroy. Those are the two that were in the top. Louis Hayson. So I missed three players in the top ten. Yeah, I didn't see Scotty Scheffler. He's twelve. Sam Sam Byrne. Yeah, they missed a few players, but there's a good field. Anyway, Cameron Smith wins his fourth win on the PGA Tour, and uh, John Rahm, number one player in the world, 
was uh, second, lost by a shot. They shot record scores. They absolutely just 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 tore it up. Uh, I got some statistics for you. You've heard me talk about this before. Mm-hmm. Cameron Smith wins the Tournament of Champions. Guess where he finished in putting? It's got to be top five. Uh, number one. Okay. Uh, guess where he finished in strokes gained tee to green? Third. So that is the parlay. That's what I always say. you got to parlay. And the parlay is you have to uh, have a top ball striking tournament with a top putting tournament. And they always say the winner generally is the person who puts the best within the group that hits it the best. So Cameron Smith, third strokes gained tee to green, which is your measurement of your, your ball striking versus the peers that you were playing against at that particular golf course on that particular week. He finishes third in, in ball striking, first in putting, and he beats John Rahm by a shot. John Rahm finished second, strokes gained tee to green. So for four rounds, John Rahm was about a, a, a half a stroke or a stroke better for four rounds ball striking-wise. But John Rahm finished fifth in putting. Cameron Smith finished first in putting. So Rahm beat him a little bit tee to green. And Cameron Smith beat him by, you know, a little bit more on the putting green. And Cameron Smith wins by a shot. And then you look at Matt Jones, who finished third. And he also, you and I were talking about this while we were watching it. They all three broke the the record, right? Right. Ernie Els in 2003 had the 72-hole record at par 72 at 31 under 31 par. under par. So all three of these guys set the record, which is amazing. Although that's a, that's a function of very good puttable greens and a golf course that was indefensible because it had no wind. And they just tore it up. They just tore it up. It's just ridiculous. I mean, 34 under par. I mean, think about it. You go, you go out there to, you know, you, you, you just imagine you're 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 showing up at the tournament, and you know that if I play four rounds in a row of eight under par, there's only eighteen holes. You got to be eight under par for eighteen holes, and you got to do that four days in a row. If I do that, I'll only lose by two. It's crazy. That right there is why a Rory McIlroy would not want to play there. That's correct, because normally he struggles with his putter. Well, he, he's he's not going to finish first in putting. He's not going to finish first in putting. And if you, don't, if you don't finish first or second in putting, or third in putting, I mean, the first three guys were first, second, and fifth in putting. And that's what you have to, to be in order to shoot 32, 33, and 3,400 par. If you are playing a golf tournament where, you know, 20 under wins, then it's a different story. You could finish 10th in putting or something. If you're playing a golf course where 8 under par wins, you could finish 30th in putting, and you could figure out a way that you could win if you just struck it so good. You can't ball strike your way to 34 under par. You can't. you got to make putts. Yeah, I, I would. I agree. I, I'm not sure how many times Cameron Smith finished in the top three putting That's over the point. last couple of years. That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, we got. I got to look up his statistic. 
Okay, Cameron Smith last year was 10th in putting and 2nd in 3-putt avoidance. I looked that up. He is a good putter. So if he hits it, hits it good, like last year he's 52nd in strokes gained tee to green. So, I mean, you're going to make – you may not win a lot of tournaments. He's, only, he's won four tournaments on the PGA Tour. Two of them were uh, team events where he played with a partner. He's won two tournaments. He won the Sony Open two years ago, and then he just he, so he likes Hawaii, and then he won the Tournament of Champions. But if you're 52nd in ball striking, and you're 10th in putting, and second in three putt avoidance, I mean you're gonna you're gonna make a lot of money. Absolutely. I mean you're gonna make a lot of money, and you may you may be opportunistic and win if you have a, a really good ball striking week because chances are you're gonna have some really good putting weeks. Although how many times does a guy finish first for the week in putting? It doesn't happen that often. Now, John Rahm is, is a different story. Now, John Rahm's the number one player in the world. John Rahm, he finished first in strokes gained tee to green last year. So the best ball striker on tour. Now, most of the guys in the top 10 in the world ranking are, are also top 10 in, in ball striking or, or very close. Uh, matter of fact, I mean it's 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 pretty much most all those guys. I mean Colin Morikawa is Dustin Johnson, Cantley. I mean DeChambeau. I mean really Justin Thomas, Shoffley, Hovland. I mean these uh, Roy McIlroy. I mean these are all like guys that are you know the top ten is just uh, littered with guys that are uh, top ten ball strikers too. But Rom was forty second last year in putting. Forty second in putting. And first in strokes gained tee to green, and he was he was fifteenth uh, in three putt avoidance, which is very good. So he doesn't three putt a lot. You know, Rom is is going to win whenever he, you know, he has that special putting week, and you know, like a Cameron Smith, he could win if he has a, a great ball striking week. That's kind of how it works out. That's what, that's what it sounds like. And uh, again, when you look at the the ball striking of the top ten players, it seems. Can, they're similar. Yeah, they're all similar. There's no stand one standing out. Right, not like there used to be back when you teach him Tiger. Well, what well, Tiger was was you know number one, but he was number one by a country mile. So these guys are you know one, two, three, four, whatever. But it's it's one thing to be number one, which is great, but it's is the gap is is not you know like it was with Tiger. So so he was not just number one. He was number one by a country mile. That's a, that's a, a big, big, big difference. But one of the questions that I have, and and we, we you and I have talked about this, and I, 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 I think about this all the time, because they always say it, it's so hard to win on the PGA Tour. All right? I want to, I want to, I want to talk about that when uh, when we come back. Uh, re- remember to go to VoodooPainRelief.com to get your free Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. You get a free two-week supply right there by going there. Absolutely free. Try the product. If you've got aches and pains, joint pain, arthritis pain, muscle soreness, whatever it might be, this product works fantastic. I had a, a friend of mine who's a uh, soccer coach. His knee was blown up like a balloon. Couldn't walk. He's been using my product, and he is 
he said, Hank, this is the greatest product I've ever seen. So, I mean, I, I get this all the time from people that try the product out. So, uh, if you've got something bothering you, you, give it a try, and you can try it for free, voodoopainrelief.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Rick. Uh, So hard to win on the PGA Tour. It's so hard to win on the PGA Tour that... Nobody wins that often on the PGA Tour. <laughs> I, you know what? And people, there's this argument all the time: is it harder to win now, or was it hard to win back then? I think it's harder to win 
when you have one person that's winning six, seven, eight times like Tiger was. I mean, VJ back in the day, you know, that was hard to win because VJ was going to win, you know, five or six tournaments. I mean, last year on tour, Patrick Cantley wins the player of the year. He won four times. Let's look at those wins. I'm not taking anything away from him. I mean, you know, I mean, a, a win's a win. He, he, he earned it. But he won at Zozo. Okay. That's a short field event. Short field. Okay. No cut. He won at BMW. That's a playoff event. Short field event. No cut. 70 players. Okay. So good field, though. Both of those tournaments are good fields. You know, so it's two wins. Good wins. He won at Memorial. Well, that was Rom's tournament. That was Rom's tournament, yeah. That wasn't his tournament. I mean, he Rom won that tournament. Rom won the tournament, but, but he didn't. He didn't get credit. Patrick Canley got credit, and then he won the Tour Championship. But he didn't win the Tour Championship. They they spotted him. What did they spot? They they spotted, they spotted him like three shots. He was like or ten more under. than that. He was ten. He was ten under to start. Something like that. Okay, so they spot and, and Rom Rom would have won the tournament. On those seventy-two holes, Rom won. Rom beat him. Okay, so so Rom ends up winning one time last year. He's the number one player in the world. He won one time last year, but Rom really, really won three times. He didn't win Memorial. He would have won Memorial if he didn't get COVID test positive, and then he, he, he the Tour Championship. So really, it's your best two players. I mean, they got Cantley's got four wins, and Rom's got one. I thought Canley should have got player. I thought uh, Canley got player of the year. I shot Rom should have got player of the year. But anyway, it's just you know me because Rom won the U.S. Open. That's a majors count more. Uh, but yeah, the point I'm getting at is is that if the best player in the world, number one player in the world, is winning one time or th- three times or whatever it is, okay. Is it really that hard to win on the PGA Tour? I mean, I mean, they they all like to tell you that. They they like to tell you how hard it is to win. Like I, when Tiger was winning six, seven, eight, nine times, he wasn't saying it's so hard to win on the PGA Tour. Like he thought. I I got to be honest with you. He didn't think it was hard to win on the PGA Tour. I didn't think it was hard for him to win on the PGA Tour either. Correct, and I think it it was different when Tiger was playing. He was so much better than everybody else. Yeah. It wasn't hard for Tiger to win, but impossible pretty much for anybody else to win. Right. Because he was winning 45% of the time. Exactly. Nowadays, they're all the same. That's what I see. I, I know. I, I know. Like, I hear how great everybody is. I hear how hard it is to win on the PGA Tour. I just, I, I, I don't see it. Well, when Tiger was playing, when he was when he was playing, when you were coaching him, it was impossible for hard, pretty much impossible for anybody else to win. Yeah, Ron, you know, like uh, you go back to the tournament of champions, okay? The century tournament champions, we just watched. Okay, Rom's coming down the last couple. You predicted Rom was going to win, and you said he's going to he's Rom's going to pull this win out. Okay, so for an order, he he needed to he he hit it in there on. A 17. It's got a, I don't know what he had in his hand, wedge, nine iron, something like that. You know, hit it like 20 feet. 
I mean, it's a good shot. I mean, it's a soft green. No, it's not. They, they, they. He could have stuffed it in there. He didn't. I mean, 18, he hit a great second shot. I mean, it, he probably hit it five yards too far. Right. But that's a funnel feeding down to the hole. I mean, if you get that ball on the green, he could have he hit it five yards too far, but if he'd hit it 10 yards shorter than that, maybe even 15 yards shorter than that, I mean, it probably would have ended up where he had a putt for eagle, a closer one than he had. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just think, I, and I know you can't compare everything to Tiger, but Romney to finish like birdie, birdie, or birdie eagle. Tiger would have finished birdie, birdie eagle, or birdie, birdie. Absolutely. This is absolutely, and, and so I, I, I'm just, I have a hard time buying all this. It's so hard to win on the PGA Tour. Everybody's so good. <sighs> They're good. You know, I mean, John Rahm won one time last year. And it's the 38 people in this event, the tournament of champions. Now, they shot nothing. Maybe it's just bad luck. Maybe if the wind had blown, he'd have, he'd have trounced them. He couldn't get by Cameron Smith. Right. Uh, I'm going to make an analogy to, let's say, bowling. Okay. Let's say you have a guy that goes out there, every game he bowls at 290 or 300. Yeah. But the vast majority of everybody else is bowling at 240. Yeah. Well, who's it hard to win? Who, who, who says it's hard to win? Well, the guys that are bowling 240. Right. It's too hard to win. Right. So for those players of back then when Tiger was playing, other than maybe a half dozen players, three or four players. Yeah. It was hard for those guys to win back then, too, because Tiger was so good. Right. Nowadays, they're kind of all the same. They're grouped together. So it's still hard to win. But there's more, there's, there's more guys that are close together. There's no standout. There's no star. There's no one bowling the 290. They're all bowling 240s. Mm-hmm. I look and I'm, I'm thinking, like, who's going to be the standout? Who's going to be the, who's going to have the great year? Like I was, I, I really was hoping either John Rahm or Colin Morikawa would win that tournament. Cause those are the two guys, you know, I mean, I, I might put Cantley in that category. I, I, I guess those are the three guys that I look at and I say, okay, they, they could, they could, they could be the best, you know, but I mean, until somebody wins five or six times in a year, like last year, four wins was the biggest win number that anybody had, Cantley. But like I said, it wasn't really four wins because he got a gift at Memorial when Rom got COVID, and he didn't really win the Tour Championship because that's a stupid tournament that they count as a win now. They spot him 10 under par, and he wins. I mean, it's just that. I don't even know how that counts. That shouldn't count as a win. He didn't win. Rom won that tournament. But, but even if you give Rom that tournament and Memorial, he only wins three times. Until somebody wins five or six times in a year, I'm, I'm like looking at this and I'm thinking, it's, there's not, there's, they're all the same. I mean, I know they're not all the same. But, man, there's a lot of the same. 
mean, Scotty Scheffler's 12th in the world. He's never won a tournament. Louis Oosthuizen's in 10th in the world. He's won one tournament. I mean, it's crazy. Shoffley didn't win last year. He won the Olympics. He won the gold medal. No, you know, talk about short field. There's some good players there, but I mean, and, and he's a he's a good player. Bryson DeChambeau won. He won two tournaments last year. One of them was the U.S. Open from the year before that they counted as last year. I mean, he really won one tournament, and he's and he's fifth in the world. Dustin Johnson won one tournament last year. He's third in the world. Man, alive. Colin Morikawa won two. He won a big one in the Open Championship and won a World Golf Championship event. He won two tournaments. Rom won one tournament. Colin Morikawa, two. Dustin Johnson won. Canley won four, but two of them really didn't. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau won two, but one of them was really from the year before. Uh, Shoffley didn't win except for the Olympics. Justin Thomas won one event. Hovland won one event or whatever. Rory snuck in a win at the end of the year. Louis Eustazen didn't win any. Those are your top 10 players in the world. Wow. And everybody's going to tell you that it, it, it's it, the players are so good now, it's so hard to win. <laughs> Who? I, I, I think that it's hard to win because they're all the same. I, I think you're right. That's what I think. I, I agree. I really do. I mean, I just... I mean... They get separated when they get to a major, the pressure, the more difficult test, you know, uh, when they get, get to these tournaments, you know, where 25 or 30 under pars when it's a different ball game. I think any sport, when you have somebody that's do- individual sports, when you have somebody that's dominate, dominating the game, I think it makes it better. I do. I, I, I think, I think, Goff needs somebody to step up. I don't know who it's going to be. Rom looks like the guy that that could do it because he's got. If you look at his statistics, his ball striking, his putting, he's the one that's you know Colin Morikawa is a great ball striker, but he just doesn't putt good enough. Now he put a good you know one round at at uh, Century. He shoots you know twelve under par or whatever he shot or eleven under par. He shot sixty two par seventy three. That was pretty incredible. You know, Cantley's good ball striker, you know, and his putting's improved a lot. I mean, DeChambeau hits it forever, but, I mean, what happened to him there? What did he do with that? I mean, how, do, how does somebody hits as far as he does shoot what he shot? He shot 71 the last round. I mean, how can that even happen? And how in the world could he shoot that? I mean, I, 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 it's like it's like that. That doesn't even seem possible. I mean, I mean look. Uh, no, he putted bad the last round, and he couldn't hit a. He, 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 oh my God, he hit. You kept talking about how wide those fairways were. They were wide. He hit fifty-two percent of the fairways last week. That's not very good. That's worse than that. That is. He was a number one driver on tour last year. He averaged 311 yards. That is hitting it awful. To to start the year out. Now the last time he was he had he played at the the match okay, against Kepka. Yes. He, had, he said he hadn't played in like a month or something. 
But then after the match, presumably he did something. He showed up in 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 uh, January and he hit fifty two percent of his fairways on a golf course that has the widest fairways like you're ever going to see. I mean, ever. I mean, you, you, there's there's no such thing as as a as a wider fairway than Kapalua. I mean. It's 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 crazy, and and, and he hit fifty two percent. I give you I give you a, just an example. Jordan Spieth, now he's not exactly known for his driving accuracy. He hit seventy two percent of his fairways at Kapalua. <laughs> I mean, that is not good. That is not good. Cameron Smith hit 75%. 93% the last day. He missed one fairway. Wow. I, I wonder who who's the who's the player that's gonna be the player that wins five times this year. I, I if it's not Rom and it's not Colin Morikawa and it's not Cantley, I don't think Justin Thomas putts good enough. I don't think I don't think Shoffley wins enough. I don't think Rory puts good enough. Who's ta- I mean, uh, who's going to win? Uh, I think this year's more of the same. Uh, I think so too. And and when we talk about the uh, hard to win category, I think what happened was back when Tiger played. If you ask somebody, is it hard to win out here? They'd say yes, it's hard to win because Tiger's playing. Right. Now, if they say, if you say, is it hard to win now? Well, yeah, it's hard to win because. We're all the same, and there's no dominant player like Tiger anymore. So it's a different reason, yeah, as to why why there's there's a, the winning process. But what they do is they're not going to say when Tiger is playing, is it hard to win? They're not going to say that. Mm-hmm. They're not going to say I can't beat Tiger. So they're going to say, well, yeah. you know, the best player wins, the best player putts win. If I have a good week, I can win. But it was hard to win because yeah. Tiger dominated. Mark O'Meara. I used to argue with Mark O'Meara all the time. I'd say, Mark, you're a great player. He said, Hank, I'm not a great player. He said, Jack Nicklaus is a great player. Tiger Woods is a great player. I'm not a great player. I said, Mark, you're a great player. He said, he goes, no, I'm not a great player. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a really good player. I'm a pretty good player. Whatever he used to say. Of course, then he made it to the World Golf Hall of Fame. I said, they don't have any any pretty good players in the Hall of Fame, Mark. I said, they got nothing but great players in the Hall of Fame. But I, I understand what he was saying because Jack Nicklaus, Tiger Woods, they're at a different, they were on a different level. When I was watching Mark for all those years, it was hard to win on the PGA Tour. I mean, Mark had a formula that it was tough to win. I mean, he had to, he had, he, he had to, you know, have no three putts, no penalty shots. He had to hold a long putt, a long a chip, a pitch, something, sand shot, something. Something had to go his way. And then, you know, he'd win. And he did it 18 times and made it to the Hall of Fame, won two majors in one year. I mean, it, you know, he's an incredible career. But he had a formula that was a tough one to win. Tiger, like, I never thought it was hard for him to win. It was, it was always hard to win majors because the, you know, the competition ramped up. You know, the courses were so difficult that if you just had an off day, you couldn't recover. 
you, know, you can't come back at the U.S. Open if you shoot one one bad round. That was a different ball game, but I never thought it was hard to win. I mean, I thought here, 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 uh, Tiger's going to go out there. He's going he's going to hit the par fives into two or three of them. He's going to play the par fives three under. He's going to miss three or four greens. Gets gets two or three of those up and in. Okay, he's 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 one or two under par. He's going to make one putt of some kind of length somewhere, you know, 15, 20 feet. Okay, he's, 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 he's two or three under par. And he's going to hit something stiff somewhere. Okay, you know, an iron. So now he's, he's three or four under par. And four rounds of that, you know, is, is, is you know, 15 under par, 16 under par, and he's going to win. And it's just, I, I just, it was just easy. Like I didn't, I didn't and, and like. I thought, I, and, and when I'd watch him practice, I would think, "There's no way any of these guys could beat him." Now it, it wasn't as good on the golf course. It isn't as good on the golf course for anybody. But when he's on the practice field, nobody, these guys can't beat him. There's no chance. He was so good. But now when they say, you know, it, it's so hard to win on the tour, that to me means. It's just because <laughs> there isn't anybody that's really standing out. Right. Uh, that's what I think. During the, let's say, mid-90s till about 2011, there were basically three guys who won everything. Yeah. You had VJ, you had Phil, you had Tiger. Yeah. And then you had guys who were onesies. Yeah. Now they're all onesies and twosies. Yep. Yeah. This is gonna be another year like that. I don't. I don't see like people ask me all the time. Who's the best, you know, young player coming on? Like, I don't know. None of them, honestly. They're all good. I mean, the one that the one that de- definitely, you know, if you're looking at young, it's Colin Morikawa. That's just it. I mean, he's he's special. If he could get to where he could putt, mm-hmm. like you know. Above average, uh, he'd be he he'd win, he'd win five times. I don't know if he I don't know if he can win five times putting like he's putts. You know he could he could because he hits it so good. But. He has worked on his putting. We've talked we talked about no that doubt a lot. about that. Yeah, he talked about that um, changing his grip. Yeah, to the saw grip. He got that from Mark O'Meara. Yeah, and I mean he could. I mean it's it just it's just when I look and I see. <laughs> He was 178th last year in putting. I mean, how many times can a guy win that was 178th last year in putting? Well, that that's why it's hard to win. <laughs> You're not gonna, yeah, that's why it's hard to win. That's why it's hard. You know why it's hard to win? Because of that or because of this or because of that. You know, yep, that's why it's hard to win. Anyway, that's uh, my analysis. Fun to fun to talk about. It. Appreciate, well, yes. appreciate you joining me, Rick. Thank you, man. Uh, Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, also, uh, get your free Voodoo Pain Relief Cream at VoodooPainRelief.com. Go to HaneyUniversity.com where you can find out all the information about getting uh, golf lessons from myself and Rick Silverman at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. So uh, that is where you can find it, HaneyUniversity.com, and register for my free instructional videos that you will be receiving in your email. I hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, 
and we will talk to you soon on the Hank Haney Podcast. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.